Hello, Natasha. Hello, Damien. It's the Lowbrow Lowdown. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's it's episode four. We're up to episode four. Yes, it's fantastic. I found it confusing for the fact that we're doing episode four, but it's about book three of this particular series. Rattled my brain. Um, Grey matter. (laughs) Grey matter, as a (laughs) microbiologist would call it. Little foreshadowing for what we're about to talk (laughs) about. Mm. Mm. Uh, Key key plot points. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Yeah, welcome to Lowbrow Lowdown. We are talking about books of the coronavirus, so you don't have to. Well, what are we reading first? We are reading, it's the third book in the um, Coronavirus Chronicles. It's Kissing the Coronavirus 3, The Mutant Strain. Again, really just twisting the knife of of what we're going through at the moment. It really just, it feels too personal, to be honest, doesn't it? (laughs) It really does. Mm. Um, Well, look, I'll read out the blurb. We learned about a new character every book. Mm. And so Mm. the blurb for book three, The Mutant Strain, is Dr. Amy Amerson. Son of Amy, sorry. (laughs) is North Virginia's, not North Virginia, uh, North Virginia's top microbiologist. After a recent trip to Finland, she finds herself a potential carrier of a terrible new COVID-19 <laughs> variant, which is reportedly resistant to vaccines. I mean, come on, Jesus this is too Christ. real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. And if things couldn't get any worse for Dr. Amerson, it's... <laughs> Son of Amy. <laughs> Just the worst name. It's also been a long time since she's had any sort of knee-knocking orgasm. She is, has come. To- <laughs> oh, God, this needs an editor. She, <laughs> she is, has come to expect from the sexually charged world of microbiology. I'm so excited to learn this. Mm. But then things do start to get worse for Dr. Amerson. And she's about to find out just how big a risk a quick fling can be in a world ravaged by COVID. Kissing the Coronavirus 3, The Mutant Strain, is the final instalment in the Kissing oh, the Coronavirus God, series. This has just been a very long series. <laughs> she ends that with much to many people's relief. Oh, yes. <laughs> much to my relief. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> I look, I'm not going to lie. It's been quite a roller coaster. I feel like I didn't know what to expect going in. There were surprises, and and and, and you know, I'm going to say there's been a definite improvement in the writing along the way. There this has, is, yeah. This I, is probably the best of them. Really? So, do you want? Know it's it's probably the best writing, but I think maybe the weakest story. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There's some shocking. Um, plot holes. <laughs> just, um, and I mean, we'll have to. I think we'll yeah, have we'll to. Yeah, we'll get into that. But, yeah, I don't want to yeah. like jump the gun. Mm. How how do we start this particular instalment? Well, um, because I think that's a really interesting part of of our MJ Edwards uh, author journey. So she is a writer, board game enthusiast, and trainee exhibitionist. Kissing the Coronavirus 3, the mutant strain, came to her in a fever dream after accidentally dropping some of her ferret's worm medication in her glass of rosé. 
I think that's a really, um, I'm not going to say subtle, but a quite a humorous nod to the ivermectin crazies out there <laughs> because that's worm medication for Oh, my animals. God, I didn't even make that connection <laughs> at all. However, so anyone who doesn't know, there's a whole bunch of people who don't believe in vaccines, but they do believe in taking horse deworming medication, um, <laughs> not maybe taking into an account mm. that a horse is, what, the size of 10 people? Yeah, like yeah, in yeah. terms of weight ratio? Probably mm. anyway, and is and is not a, a cure for no, for no, it is not. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, so I'm not that's saying that thought, it would oh, be a interesting. Cure. She's weaving in this, you know, the layer of vax positivity. Um, it, the the, I mean, I feel like that's also maybe the biggest hint that that's a a fake bio because <laughs> the previous <laughs> ones were like, oh, her husband was like. Yeah. Not faithful and all sorts of things, but maybe maybe this is a subplot. It does go on to say she's currently on dating app Tinder, looking for her the next love of her life. Despite three awkward dates, a one-night stand, and a man who spoke through sock puppets, she's yet to give up hope. I, th- Look, MJ some... Edwards, I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Look, we said in the first episode that this is replacing our WhatsApp. Um, I don't think mm. it will replace that part of our WhatsApp, <laughs> no, but sometimes no. Natasha re- regales us with <laughs> stories of, of Tinder. Etc. Yep. Or for another forum, though. For another forum. So should we get going? Let's get stuck to the start of it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay, know uh, the start means. of it, basically. Okay. So... Um, we're opening to Dr. Amy Amyson, son of Amy. <laughs> it's such a terrible name. So Dr. Amy Amyson, son of Amy, is thinking about sex and the first two sentences killed me, just killed me. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't want to pretty much read every line of this book and give you my reaction. Which we actually could. Close. <laughs> Which we actually could. It's going to be pretty close. So she couldn't stop thinking about the incredible sex she'd had, pa- sorry, partaken in 12 12- hours before not 12 uh, hours part- before <laughs> in oh not to, oh she no her exact phrasing is not 12 hours before which uh, well, right why would you mention that <laughs> so it's also not 28 years before that is ridiculous <laughs> okay so not 12 hours before it was like the sorry the entire four and a half minute <laughs> act was permanently lodged in her temporal lobe <laughs> which is the part of the brain that stores your memories amazing sexual encounters included can i just say four and a half minutes and amazing don't like look they- <laughs> do not want to shame anyone however this absolutely not there's time and a place for a quickie and maybe her place was <laughs> appropriate. I mean, but, you know. we'd go on to find out it was on a plane. So maybe. Yeah. But it, mm. like that's not going to be the most amazing sex of your life. <laughs> it's not. It's absolutely not. <laughs> it's, it's such um, a, I know my theory is that this is written by a man. And again, this kind of feeds to it. That and also like <laughs> the sex is so it's so male, and I like sorry it's such a it's, but it's like it's everything the goal everyone's goal is to get a P and a V yeah yeah I mean not in this one but you know no um, not in this one no there's no P's oh no, no there are P's in this one but oh the, there are there's more yes. no yeah but not not it's they're minor side stories 
they um, are to the main story. <laughs> but yeah, it it really feels like there's this real sort of there's there's no there's no working up to it. There's no there's no foreplay. There's it's, no foreplay. That's the word I didn't want to use. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh. I mean, it's, it's fine. We can I'm turning this into an X-rated podcast. Well, I'm sorry. It's just like I feel like my family might listen to this sometimes and then I'm like, mm. why am I making a podcast about erotica that my mum's going to listen to? Oh, I'm sorry, mum. Look, this is the the mother who when I was a teenager and you, if you left the house she'd scream out after you, make good choices. <laughs> That is the best thing to scream out at a child <laughs> as you're leaving the house. Or maybe the most guilt-inspiring, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, oh, I was not making choices she wanted me to make. Um, <laughs> little 17-year-old gay demo. Um, <laughs> look, okay, we can so, talk about my mother's um, denial another time. Right. So, <laughs> And so then we, we, we kind of break out of the narrative immediately to um, – <laughs> to think about memories being lodged in your temporal lobe. And because Amy is a microbiologist, that's how come she knows that that's where memories are lodged. What the hell does that Oh, there is, there is a <laughs> complete misunderstanding of what microbiology is all the way through. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so I think it's important to note that she's sort of this statement is then followed up by she's in this canteen at like three or four in the morning in mm. her workplace in North Virginia. Mm. Um not a state. Uh, <laughs> That's true. No, no. Oh, there's Virginia yeah. and West Virginia. There's no North Virginia. No, there's North. Is there's the oh, North part of Virginia? Yeah, Northern Virginia. <laughs> she calls not, it not, North no, Virginia. No. So she's pretty much in Washington. Is it? Is yeah. That where... I mean, that would make sense for mm. a microbot. Maybe well, she works for the CDC. True. Yes. Could be at headquarters. Um, but so, she's she's in this this um lab very early um for 3 or 4 a.m mm. <laughs> so, that's right because she's thinking about the positive covid test she got yes she received a mm. positive result for covid and didn't mm. go straight home and look, <laughs> no, well, I, she was on the plane when she got that notification like but she got a test and then she went on a holiday oh, <laughs> like, or oh. went to a conference <laughs> conference <laughs> Just, but she, I mean, I, I imagine she would have been at the conference for a few days. Like, how long do these results take to come in? Maybe we're, look, not to say that Australia's had a perfect run of this, but. Oh, hell no. You know, you get your results within 24 hours. Like, I, the, yeah. look, I've been very lucky. Um, I haven't had to be tested, uh, but my partner did once and results in like two hours. Oh, my God. I've had like about, I don't know, probably up to 15 or 16. I just. I am not a homebody. Like, I am an extrovert, but I've just mm. kind of become one. I've gone, do you mm. know what? I don't need to see anyone. <laughs> well, and I keep going to exposure sites by accident. So, well, yeah. You know, I look, I know, also that. live in this zone that just seems to never have an exposure site. Every morning I look at the thing and just go, oh, this is devoiding mm. us. Right. <laughs> sort of yeah, good. all around us, but just not where we live. Mm. So, look, mm. very lucky. So, I am a homebody. And, uh, I have experienced the swab up my nose a few times. It's not harmless. It's well, sorry. It's, it's not harmful. Is <laughs> what I meant edit to say. That out. <laughs> oh no! Don't want that taken out of context. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, no, it is. Um, it, it's it, the test I had very early on in the pandemic. Quite painful and horrible, but now they're much gentler and they, they just tickle the inside of your nose. They don't jab. 
Look, half the people that are refusing to have the vaccine are probably purveyors of nose beers and should be used to it anyway. <laughs> uh, so, again, so she's in this canteen. Sorry, we're getting off track. Um, she's in this canteen, <laughs> and I know it's really early in the piece, but I had my, excer- my excerpt already because... <laughs> I read the whole thing, and when I read it a second time, I was like, it's too early for this to be the excerpt, but I, it's <laughs> Look, just a part of it I have to share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go for it. So it starts with, in bold and with asterisks either side, start a flashback. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to let us know. Just going to break the fourth wall here yeah. in a book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> So start a flashback. Mm-hmm. Dr. Amison sat on the 252 flight from Finland to North Virginia on her way back from the annual microbiology convention, which was so critical to her microbiological work. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I colour code my highlights in my Kindle. <laughs> sorry. Finland to North Virginia, highlighted yellow. Have to look that up. I Googled flights. There are flights from Helsinki to Washington. So. There you go. She's I'm, done a research. Sorry, kind of, go on. Yeah, you keep going with your exit. If, if Washington's <laughs> North Virginia. Mm. Uh, <laughs> she had spent three whole days discussing the latest microbiological breakthroughs centred around the coronavirus pandemic. There were several. What? With, <laughs> with colleagues from all across the world, including Professor Theon Wallbreaker, Denmark's Game. leading... <laughs> Denmark. Game of Thrones reference. Ah, oh, that's what it is. I was like, why is this familiar? <laughs> this is an SEO marketing. Yes. Oh, <laughs> writing a book to SEO. Oh, I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> uh, Denmark's leading microbiomedical researcher, in parentheses, who she sucked off in the storage cupboard. But this flashback isn't about him. Again, the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And Sir Rogerson oh. Tilbert, in parentheses, who she tried to suck off, but he is very old, so he couldn't become engorged. But this flashback isn't about him either. Yeah, I highlighted that sentence as well. <laughs> engorged? Mm. Oh, just. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It I'm was just the... like a leech gets engorged with blood. I mean, I think, I think that's the. Sorry. It's getting engorged with blood. Um... <laughs> It was the who's who of celebrities from the microbiological world, which would have caught, oh, sorry, which would often just end in science fueled sex sessions because it was the one and only time in the <laughs> microbiology calendar where people who understood the human anatomy inside, literally, literally. And out, literally, <laughs> got together. When the learning was done, it was time to put that knowledge into practice via sex. What do they think microbiology is? Well, do they want to use micro around <laughs> I mean, in the first book, she kept going on about micro penises. That's so. true. Obsessed. Um, I, yeah. What the fuck? What do they? What does this person think microbiologists actually do? And also, can we go back to the several coronavirus pandemics? Yes, there are several coronaviruses, but there's one pandemic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, I just, it stood out as like breaking the fourth ball, complete misunderstanding of an area of science, which, you know, that is absolutely something we know this book for. (laughs) And just, I I just, 
she could have just said scientists are like randy and kinky and love to get it on yeah. had to sort of yeah. create this like oh if you know microbiology you, you know the human you know anatomy it and it's like like I don't think that's right. Like, like I'm not saying it's wrong. Microbiologists probably did anatomy at some point in their learning. But, but I don't think they're, they're especially knowledgeable in a way that other people aren't. What it's, the, and also this idea but there, that the, science, can, there is no connection <laughs> between no connection. knowing. <laughs> there's no connection. Is there? And also. Microbiology, sex, like, four and a half minutes of joy. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's why it's so such shit yeah. sex and they think it's amazing. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah Luke, all right for me start a flashback i was like this is my excerpt it has to be i just love that starts yeah start a flashback no uh, like she thought back no sort she of thought nothing this was telling not showing and it was yeah. literally telling hey this is what you have to think about when you're reading this book this is we've now changed the time and place that the sorry sorry is describing please yeah. please adjust accordingly <laughs> Um, um, look, and that's this very brief kind of that was what's happening. And then we find out that she's on the plane home from Finland mm, and, and watching Big Mama's House 2, which is her favourite <laughs> movie. movie. Mm, I didn't look it up. I haven't, oh, I don't know if I've seen it. Look, it's, I don't have a good feeling. It's like a drag it. comedy, you know, oh. comedian dresses up as a, as Big Mama. It's an mm. under, he's an undercover cop and he's dressing oh. up as Big Mama to like, protect someone from some kind of mobster gangster situation. Mm. That's mm. Big Mama's House 1. I assume uh. that 2 <laughs> is the same story, but they wanted to get more In money a different out. house. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, I mean, and this is where we realise that that's not the conference where she had the great four-and-a-half-minute sex. It was actually it on the flight. That's right. So... Mm. She's struggling to focus on Big Mama's House 2, which is her favourite movie, and she's already watched several times on the flight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine being on a flight and going, the movie's over, let's watch it again. No. What it's is a psychotic thing to do. Stare into the back of your seat. Like, just, like a normal person. <laughs> she's feeling strange movements within her vagina. It's jumping and flipping and all sorts of things because she didn't get what she wanted out of the conference. No, no, no. She sounds like she was pretty disappointed on that front. Yeah, she sucked a few dicks, but really she wanted some earth-shattering sex from mm. microbiologists who know the human body only as a microbiologist could. <laughs> and like no one else. Like no one else, and <laughs> they did not deliver. She wanted some mucky sex time. She <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, poor Damien. <laughs> uh, oh no! Wait, sorry. Are we you getting go. up to the the horrible analogy bit? <laughs> yes, I think that's what I just looked at. Mm. Is this? <clears throat> um, you go. <laughs> yeah, well, this is pretty much where my excerpt was. I think this is. So it had been two years since the coronavirus pandemic. So here she notices that it's one pandemic. Sorry. Since the coronavirus pandemic had first snatched the lives and freedoms away from so many people across the world and ruined Dr. Amyson's sex life with wave after wave striking every few months, lockdowns came and went, businesses closed and reopened, 
And that was the only time Dr. Amyson was free to enjoy as much mucky sex fun time as she could handle. And she could handle a lot, which is why it was so frustrating. This doesn't make sense, but, you know, I but don't understand. mucky sex fun time. Like- mucky, I mean, look, that's fine. But I'm just trying to figure out, that was the only time Dr. Amyson was free to enjoy as much sex. And that was why she was frustrated. And so I, I, I don't understand what time so she was free. I don't. I think what she's saying is when the business has opened, she was having mucky sex fun time again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and this is where we, uh, so I'll keep going. So that's, and she could handle a lot of mucky sex fun time, which was why it was so frustrating. And she didn't mind what she handled, nor on whom. She was happy with a dick clumsily fucking her soapy tits. <laughs> Sorry, Damon's <laughs> losing it already. Fucking her soapy tits like an eager boy scout <laughs> cleaning a car windscreen <laughs> with a slab of chorizo. <laughs> Such an image. <laughs> I'm just imagining. <laughs> Like if you were in your car and a slab of chorizo just (laughs) clunk. That's what it means. And um, a vagina rubbing gently against her forearm like a chewed beef burger or anything in between. She just loved genitals. She loved touching genitals, kissing them, putting things inside her own and, of course, other people's. So that was my, that was an excerpt that I feel captured so much. It, it's like, a special really excerpt. confusing uh, continuity <laughs> and utterly ghastly so, and sickening uh, analogies. <laughs> one of the things that stood out for me, and I don't know why out of all of this, this is the thing that stood out, but the vagina on the form forearm. <laughs> it, have you ever seen the show Time Trumpet? No. I'll have it's to have a look. terrible. Um, <laughs> but it's... It's like a celebrity interview show, but it's actors playing celebrities in the future being interviewed. And there's this whole thing about David Beckham being at the <laughs> forefront of fashion. Mm. And mm. it's this actor who does a really good impression of this, like, you know, that kind of, you know, I can't do David Beckham's accent. No. That accent. Yep. <laughs> but gets to this point and they're like, you know, he was so on the edge of fashion and it reached the point of body monica- modification and it cuts to him. He goes, yeah, people were really surprised when I got the vagina inserted in my forearm. <laughs> Do I say it? Oh <laughs> it's like, it's, wow, it's like you, that, that, it's extremely similar. That's <laughs> um, look, we are, they, these things are plaguing her grey matter to use, use her. <laughs> As or microbiologists call them brains. <laughs> what microbiologist <laughs> colleagues knew as the brain. The, this is all sort of building up to that there was a new COVID variant, mm. the D1K so- or <laughs> dick strain. And I, So everyone's a bit worried about this and the conference was kind of freaking mm. out. That's why Focus they didn't on- have as much sex as she was hoping yeah. because they were like, and I don't want to get the dick strain. And hand sanitizer. Um. And it's resistant to vaccines. Yes. So which worried them all. Very, very concerning. Much. But everyone should remember the the dick strain because Dr. Amison's about to get very distracted. <laughs> so she's she's so caught up in thinking about all the sex that she wants that she's like, I need some alone time. 
And so mm. she gets up, she climbs over the elderly woman next to her um, and I think smothers her with her breasts and <laughs> is like, giant, oh, maybe. Enormous. <laughs> enormous. Like, enormous. The, and the breasts throughout this story just seem to get bigger and bigger and bigger. They really do. They just get huge. <laughs> they inflate, they quiver. <laughs> <Be> inflate. <laughs> Um, and she ends up in the bathroom having, like, like she's just kind of sitting there. Mm. And mm. then there's a, a knock at the door and who should be there but. The air hostess who had been flirting with her earlier. Oh, yeah, we skipped so, the, the Oh, I think you've, you've missed it. Sorry, I'm going to go, we're going to go back to her time of thinking about the new, the, the dick strain, the new COVID strain coming out of Scandinavia. And she's thinking about all the sex she um, wishes she was able to have at the conference because normally she books two seats on the flight. Oh my God, I forgot about this. <laughs> she would normally have to book two seats so that she could sit legs akimbo and her <laughs> airing her vagina out, <laughs> which would be aching from all the hot sex. So that's not the case this time around. So, so she, so she goes to the, goes to the bathroom, the toilet, the airplane toilet to think about, you know, just, sorry, just to, to be affairs. alone and uh, yep. who knows. Like it's not really clear what her reasoning was other than she no. wanted to be alone. Yeah. Someone knocks on the door and she's sort of doing that, I'll be a minute, just a minute, please. Mm. Like trying mm. to like. Mm. And the, the yeah. There's someone just... in here. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> Don't open the door. <laughs> um, and then after the third knock, she opens the door. I assume she doesn't have her pants down then. Um, <laughs> and is talking to the... Um, the French flight <laughs> attendant uh, does this thing, you know, when they like write in a French accent, well, she does it sometimes, <laughs> but not, con- not consistently. But, Did you pick up the, <laughs> the Mon Cherry? Uh, yes, but not before we, we, W double E W double E. Yeah. We know. Oh dear. <laughs> full chortle. Uh, at that point, um, mm. and yes, when she calls her Mon Cherry, it's like someone doing <laughs> French. In a, Bogan. Yeah, it's like someone Mon doing cherry? someone doing French in a way <laughs> way Mon Cherry. <laughs> exactly what I thought of. I thought I'm hearing this in a really broad Australian accent, oh, not a gorgeous French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> you seem a little stressed, Mon Cherry. Um, <laughs> The air hostess offers to help with the stress. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a huge amount of privacy sort of from the cabin <laughs> to the bathroom door. No, no. From my memory, I haven't that... been on a plane in a while, but. <laughs> but, you know, there's not. You can, I mean, not that you can see into the bathroom, but you can see who's out the front or who's going in. You can. I feel like we all um... see an air hostess go into an occupied bathroom and close the door <laughs> behind her. You'd, you'd, you'd notice. Someone you'd absolutely would notice. notice. And you'd especially notice the air hostess diving vagina first. Oh, yeah. Like, so from outside the door, the air hostess dives vagina first. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did she grab the top of the thing and, like, (laughs) some gymnastic move? (laughs) But also, like, that's so small, she'd like slam slam Amy Anderson. Her head into the <laughs> against the wall <laughs> to smash the there's, mirror. There's not a lot of room in those little spaces, so no. well, look, you know, walk out to them. So. Maybe they didn't close the door behind them because it's not maybe clear they, that that happened. <laughs> I mean, that's a feature in these books too. Doors just open while 
huge well, things that happen. happen. <laughs> um, and this is where her breasts inflate. Yes, I just read breasts inflate. <laughs> Here's another food analogy. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. It's, it's seriously every paragraph. It's like, oh, no, she's just ruining this. Oh, I just so, I think I realise what it is. <laughs> it's the cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> breasts like ripened wheels of cheese. What Look, the we're going to assume hell? a soft cheese, but if that's a wheel of parmesan, like <laughs> that is... Wheels of cheese, even if it's a nice mild cheese, it smells. Smells. Also, even even a camembert is not a soft breast-like feel. Just trying to think, oh, no, I'm thinking like maybe a mozzarella. You know, there's a... Oh, uh, yeah, but that's not really a ripened cheese either. No, that's it's like not. A super it's fresh in cheese. brine usually. Yeah, that's a fresh cheese. Uh, no, it's not. So... I'm I getting like... horrible visuals and, and the, the potential smell. Yeah. So one thing that I'm going to pick up at this point in the book is, and, and I feel like she comes back to it a couple of times, or I say she, the writer, the writer comes back to. So she, it, it's the, um, con, um, the linking of pleasure and pain. Yes. Which, yeah. again, not you know, necessarily yeah, separate. No, no, things. you know, some people, no, no, for some people it's, it is it is definitely, um, you know, it's something to be linked. But it, it comes up again and I thought, okay, we're really leaning into a different direction here. So so the, so the she had this amazing sex with um, the air hostess and the pleasure was so great. It was like being stabbed. With hot knives. With hot knives. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what I can say about it. I think it's just something I observed as having had come up a couple of times in this book. The pink surprise? But, oh, no, like the entire football stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the pleasure was so great, it was like an entire football stadium worth of excited fans stomped on her pink surprise. It, Look, I, that I doesn't mean, sound... it doesn't sound very pleasurable it, at all. There are people who are into stepping and stomping and all sorts of things, but yeah. an entire football stadium. Look, I mean, if uh, I, mean, I mean, I know football stadiums vary, but let's look at the MCG. You know, we're in Melbourne, MCG, 100,000 people. That is a lot of yeah, you'd pink be surprise dead. stamping going on. It, something would collapse. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, look, I, the, it was four and a half minutes. It went by very quickly. Mm. Um she clenches teeth and scream, 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 which, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did it need to be repeated? Not sure. Oh, it's repeated a fourth time on the next line as well. Scream, scream, oh, scream, God. new line, scream. Oh, God. <laughs> and then she's like, here's my email address. And this is the thing that bothered me <laughs> yeah. most. I highlighted this as well. <laughs> she wrote her email with a mascara pen. Right. <laughs> and this is why I think this is written by a man, because yeah. he doesn't know oh. what mascara is. He thinks it's eyeliner. Yeah. It's not a freaking pen. Like, um, <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> writing an email? Just the chicken well, scroll. Also, <laughs> I'm just going to put my clothes on. Oh, no. <laughs> Smudged it away. Um, yes. Um, uh, and yeah, her email address. Going, oh, this is ridiculous. I, I mean, obviously, it's ridiculous. That's why we're here. Yes. Well, also, I really want to know, and I'm slightly reticent to re- read it out on a microphone, mm-hmm. but did she check that no one owns the email address before <laughs> she wrote it in the book? Oh, no, I didn't Google it. Did you? I did not. 
but I'm like, oh, I feel like it might be, oh, or, or has MJ Edwards created this email her? address? Yeah, oh yeah, maybe. Should we email them? I don't want to. <laughs> this is a side <laughs> saga. Hello, did you know your email address is featured in a book? <laughs> <laughs> but look at that. I mean, look. There is no just, way this email is not taken. It is. Do we read it out? taken. Yeah, do you read it out? All right. It is bustyfrenchbeauty69 at gmail.com. Mm. Someone has that email address. Yep. And our, obviously our thousands of listeners will yeah, be um, emailing that post taste. Yes, don't email that poor person. Who, <laughs> Please don't. Who might be like. Um, but going, if you do, tell us how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> right in. <laughs> email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com and tell us how it Thanks. went. <laughs> Some poor um, amazing escort who is running a business and using a <laughs> Gmail account is probably like, I'm getting these emails from insane people about ferrets and worming medication. <laughs> they all call me MJ. And, and slabs of chorizo. <laughs> oh, God, the chorizo. And so then she went back to her seat with a smile on her face and a skip in her vagina. <sighs> Um, and End then she got a text. <laughs> oh, shit. Awesome. No, sorry. I missed the text. And this is probably the coldest <laughs> message the about very serious. Yeah, really horrible message. Your COVID test results are in. Positive. Please maintain social distancing. Goodbye. You are the and weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, can you imagine getting a text like that? Good luck. Goodbye. Good luck. Uh, and then it just said, what had she done? What had she done? Ellipses, ellipses, ellipses. Oh, yeah. So many ellipses. Yeah, between, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then we come to end of flashback. So, and this is where I had to start taking notes about the timeline. So she is remembering this 12 hours later. So the, the, the so scene she, on the plane happened 12 hours ago. So she got the text message on the plane and it seems she did nothing. She like, sat there. She was like, she well, I better write like, out oh, this well, next however many hours. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then she goes to work. <laughs> well, <laughs> in her defence, she goes to work because she needs to find out if she That's has true. the dick strain and being a <laughs> microbiologist, she can do that at work. She would be the first person in America with the with a confirmed case, and the press would eat her alive more than the air hostess, hostess had eaten her vagina alive. Um, I don't know why the press would eat someone alive for. Also, says bringing bringing the dick strain into America, except that she must have gotten that test before she went to this conference, so she yeah. got the strain in America. Yes. Oh my God! It's like. Just, just a lot draw of, look, a timeline and write when everything happens so you can work out how fucked up your timeline is. I've got a template I can share. It's a continuity timeline template. You just need to be able to say this happens on this date and, and it's that many hours. Do we and that's start, what I was like, kind of looking at. And this doesn't, what the hell? Okay. Do we start emailing these authors with like resources? <laughs> <laughs> next time you write a book, here's a continuity next timeline. Um, <laughs> Okay, so but yeah, she so she she's back um, in. She's look, we're end of flashback. We're back in the yeah. the canteen. An intern w- walks in at <laughs> three in the morning, um, assuming that flashback didn't take too long. And Doctor mm. Anison runs out of the canteen, which yeah, is an entirely normal thing to do. Like, can you imagine being that intern of like 
it's a sexy intern, important. Mm. Um, walking in going, oh, hello, Dr. Amison. And the and like Kermit out. the Frog arms <laughs> flailing run out of the... <laughs> because she wants to maintain social distancing. Um, oh, yeah. I, I have a note here that like she's still not social distancing because she's like, <laughs> I have to go and find out what strain I have. And once I know what strain I have, then I need to isolate. And it's like, you should be isolating now. You should be just on your own in a little room, no. Um, which is what isolating feels like, having had done it on the weekend due to a... <laughs> oh, yes. Bloody. It was a tier one, but it ended up being a tier yeah, two, didn't it? Yeah, it got regraded, thank goodness. Otherwise, I'd be two weeks in my house with uh, not as many groceries as I should have. <laughs> she goes to room 7B where the test machine is. Oh, that's right. But it's when she's in her office and and after having thrown herself into a comfy chair that this is when she sends an email to the air hostess saying, oh, hey, I've got COVID. 12 hours after she got the text. She was on the plane. She could have told the hostess on the plane. She could have told the hostess. (laughs) Also to add to my theory that this is written by a man. Um, So she gets a ding and the test is negative and she says, thank you, Billy Mungus. Who I Googled and he's a musician. Yeah. He's a musician. I Googled him as well. No, holy <laughs> Billy Mungus. That's what she's saying. Oh, no, it's thank you, Billy Mungus. And then when she oh. um, when she gets that she has the new variant found and the machine names the new variant. <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly how it works. And the new variant <laughs> is VG1NA, <laughs> which um, yeah. someone it's... might discern means vagina. <laughs> vagina. Um, Dick that's... Strain and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> There's a peanut thing coming. It's a peanut uh, thing. Yep. Mm. Um, and and she, then she says, "Holy Billy Mungus." And so here's my theory: <gasps> Billy Mungus writes this, and this has all been a plot for people. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness! I like the theory. But like, all these people I, are going to Google Billy Mungus now and I find what his, his hits band. have been like on his website. <laughs> well, he. I mean. My theory falls down the second that you realise he hasn't updated anything since 2016. Um, Mm. So, yeah, that's my theory. Mm. And it it probably falls down pretty quickly. But Mm. I just think, why Billy Mungus? Unless it's just like she's part of this niche cult fan group for Billy Mungus. Maybe. Um, So, yeah, so it's after she got the test result telling her which strain or variant she has is when she emails the um, air hostess. Which is ridiculous. Like she got the text while she was on the freaking plane. Oh, hey, lady, I've got my test result. I'm positive. You might want to tell the rest of the. Well, <laughs> and she says, I found to be carrying a brand new variant of the coronavirus known as VG1NA. Please tell your local authorities. Please. <laughs> and gets a, an email back immediately. Um, and it's Mon Cherry. Mon Cherry, we, <laughs> I have. <laughs> Also being diagnosed with the coronavirus. However, I have the dick strain. I have the dick strain. <laughs> All my love. Air, Air hostess. <laughs> she didn't even get a name. Her name is Air Hostess. Oh, dear. It was at that point where I think the MJ Edwards, whoever he or she may be, or they, um, mm. was just like, Oh, I can't come up with another name. I've already come up with fucking Theon Wallbreaker. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
timeline. Can we talk again about the uh, timeline and when she had the opportunity to tell her? So this is a big thing for me. In fact, she just ignored telling anyone. She's sitting on this plane, like that entire plane. Is a tier one close contact now. Yeah. With Mm. the new vagina strain. There was, you know, that whole weather thing that happened in the first few. This mm. kind of happens here. This kind of happens, but it's it's more, and maybe maybe it's because. So here's the twist. Mm. First two books, uh, our busty, sexy, steamy doctors witnessed men going through the transformation. There was tornadoes mm. and thunder and hurricanes all happening inside the building. <laughs> this time, we get to witness Dr. Amy Amison. From within her change, mm. and so yeah. there's sort of th- her breasts thundered together like boulders clashing under a crescent moon. Her bottom I mean, puckered, extremely and, specific. <laughs> her bottom puckered and a ripple of intense pain and pleasure <laughs> echoed through her body in a cataclysm of erogenous <laughs> persuasion. Erogenous she couldn't persuasion. even describe her feet hurt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> goes through all this flowery language and then. Her feet hurt. Yeah, I mean, that first part of that that paragraph, it's like um, MJ Edwards just flipped over at the thesaurus. Like, how big are the words? All right, the biggest words, I'll put them in this sentence. Um, and, oh, yeah, her feet hurt. Similar oh, to the a- first book, like describing all these things in great detail mm. and then legs and presumably feet. Like, just <laughs> why do we need to know her feet hurt? That's Her breasts are thundering like boulders <laughs> crashing under a crescent moon. Fuck her feet. Uh, <laughs> Just focus on that. Yes. Um, and also, can we come back? Yeah, the start of this. And it's her vagina twinged like it had been stung by a lustful scorpion. Look, as what? someone who does not own the a vagina, I still, I assume that's not going to be nice. Like a scorpion again, sting's not going to be nice. this is the pain pleasure. But that's um, a sensitive area to get a scorpion sting. Yes. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> or would be. I don't know what that would feel like. But um, no, I wouldn't. And, and so she really begins to change. Start, her, her, her mutation or her change starts to happen. But um, not before she runs into the sexual Sexual. <laughs> is, that, is that the poor intern's job title? Are no, you I the think sexual it's just a typo. Intern? It's meant to be sexy. Um, but I, I, I highlighted it for the same reason. It's like, oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> so um, so the sexual intern uh, says hello to Dr. Emerson, uh, who has sweat pouring from her face like she's enjoyed a marathon sex session. The intern says, you seem flustered. Is there anything I can help you with? And the response is Dr. Emerson clung to the wall like a gecko. <laughs> like, is she halfway up the wall, like climbing onto the roof? I visualised this. Um, I mean, that's one thing I have to say. This book, I actually did get, there was some good world building in this book. I did get a sense of um, space, not necessarily time, because I feel like continuity is just screwed up. But I did get a good sense. So so the way I visualised this is that she clung to the wall with her back to the wall and her her hands splayed and sort of splayed against the wall. I mean, that's not how a gecko clings to the wall, but it doesn't make, I mean, as much as so much stuff in this book doesn't make sense, it makes really strange sense for her to turn around and stick her palms and feet to the wall like a gecko. Um, So I think it's just a, well, a terrible analogy, but that's how I visualised it. 
so so much so much is happening not as much weather it's more about how she's feeling her head spinning her everything's aching she hurts but she kind of loves it and then like a light bulb sprang to life i mean that's not what they do in her gray matter it's like, oh for fuck's sake, sake. <laughs> get it you're a microbiologist <laughs> You know that a light bulb doesn't spring to life in grey matter. <laughs> um, and this is where we get a nod to the earlier books. You know, Dr. Amerson realised what was happening. She'd studied the work of Dr. Gertlichand and Dr. Alexa Ashington. For- we, so- get, we get to the very important part mm. where she puts it together. Mm. The dick strain she had clearly caught from the buxom air hostess aboard the 252 flight from Finland to North Virginia was merging inside her body with the vagina strain. Sorry, the VG1NA strain, Mm. the dot, 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 vagina strain. (laughs) As if none of us had realised what was going on. No, no. um, It wasn't really the uh, plot twist (laughs) that that MJ Edmonds might have thought. This is why I think... The second book, the story is better. Like it yeah, takes that's us true. in different places. There is places. a lot more tension. There's a build up to a. It's it's. Yeah, there's a better build up. The intern scream, and we yeah, head the, into. Oh yeah, that's right. So she changes. So let's let's talk about what she changes to. Oh yeah, so, good point. So the first book, Doctor Gertlichund, turned into the coronavirus or COVID. Um, big green. Uh, Incredible Hulk man with spike proteins a bulky chunky thick boy no 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 that oh yeah, no, yeah that's right was, he was bulky. he was the bulky chunky bulky, thick, chunky boy. thick boy um and then there was dr no it wasn't um, no no it was dr bill no, Johnson who, who oh, wasn't no, just a bill doctor Johnson. Um, <laughs> he turned into big smurf man with spike did he have spike proteins? no he didn't he didn't have no. spike proteins because he was the killer that's right god it's he so was, confusing it's <laughs> very confusing. Um, and so Dr. Emerson um, turns into something deep red. So her skin changed deep red and she grew protein spikes. So uh, 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 so the cover of the book is actually, you know, tells us exactly what she turned into. We, there, there's no surprises. Um, and then the intern, so then after she changes, oh, no. <sighs> You probably highlighted this next bit about um, vagina. Oh. <laughs> do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? No, I'll read it. It's Okay. So so she pretty much, she, so the intern falls into a spell looking at her giant, just huge breasts um, that were so red that, that it was like staring into the sun. Glorious, intoxicating, and her, but her vagina. Oh, her vagina. It was lean and muscular, like a thick, T-H-I-C-C, thick slab of freshly butchered high-quality meat hanging in an abattoir window. That is not an analogy a woman writes about in a, 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 no, I a vagina. That is a woman. I don't think it's a man. Like <laughs> so, it's so fucking misogynistic. Say, <laughs> like, her vagina is just a piece of meat. She's a piece of meat. Um, it's just disgusting. I read that and I thought that is I hate this. So sorry, you've just made me think of so once a week and this morning was it when I walk Stella, my dog. Um, we walk past one of the butchers gets like entire half half cuts of a cow, so it's like literally a skinned half of a cow. Mm-hmm. And the guy 
delivers on the truck. He carries it on his back. And every single time we time it right and arrive there as he's walking past, she sits down and puts her paw up and, like, oh, looks at him like, big. for me? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's Giant. a whole cow. <laughs> it's this tiny little dog. <laughs> He looks at her and he's like, your dog's an idiot. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> the next, like, block is me dragging her. She's like, no, the the cow, it's for me. He brought it for me. I'm like, no, it's not for you. You have a little bit of rice and chicken when uh, you get home. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, hanging. Also, abattoir window. Yeah, no, that is exactly right. Not no. an abattoir. <laughs> not a thing. Um, just, oh, uh, yeah, so then, so then there's a you know equally uh, overly described sex scene between her and the intern. Um, Except not a good again. With no, no, no. When I say overly described, look, there's a place for description of sex scenes. There, look, there are a number of things that really bother me about this. One, two women get together and it's they're scissoring, <laughs> like in South Park, <laughs> like. <sighs> really? It's written yeah, by a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, I missed the most important bit. The intern suckled at Dr. Amison's massive tits. <laughs> it felt great. And she let her do it for 15 minutes <laughs> before returning the favour. 15 minutes. Like, this what? sex is at incredible extremes of like... Like four and a half minute sex to fifteen minutes of breast play. Oh, that's right. Sorry, sorry. They so they scissors they scissors on the floor straight away. Uh, she she likened the experience or to watching porn with her ex mother in law. Yeah. Oh, there's there's no segue to this. It is <laughs> Doctor Amison and the intern scissored right on the floor. They rubbed their vaginas together and moaned, and it felt incredible, even better than the time mm. she watched porn. With her ex-mother-in-law. Look, I'm going <laughs> to... There's a lot. I mean, uh, we know why that, that marriage broke down. <laughs> I've got a pretty good idea. Um, there's probably a lot of things in the world that are better than watching porn with your ex-mother-in-law. Can it's I just, just uh, suggest? Uh, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> just like, how awkward would your life be? It's for you. Glowing, <laughs> to be glowing with embarrassment <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I like. I am a thirty-something-year-old man. I still have to sometimes leave the room if I'm <laughs> at my parents' place and a sex scene comes on the TV. And I just go. Oh, no, same. I can't, it's the same. I can't, Everyone just goes. Be in here. No, no. Quiet and still. Oh, I need to check my phone. Oh. Something is happening. And 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 we we come back to. Oh God. This, oh, that's right. This weird sentence. She. So power flowed through her body. She holds the intern in her hands, now tiny, like a tiny doll with tiny arms and tiny legs compared to her, her own, well, which were not tiny. It's like, so had she been growing in but, size? Well, the others grew in size, remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah but like grew a metre taller than they were. <laughs> or 175% larger. <laughs> um, yes, she. I mean, I'm assuming she grew because her breasts seemed to, you know, expand and... Um, but I'm just imagining this little doll <laughs> person being held in her hands and they're having sex and it's just... It's not good. It's not a good... It just doesn't 
feel good to read. <laughs> I, I do think about the proportions and how COVID was like three metres tall with a two metre penis. Like, is, is this a similar kind of thing? Like, she's incredibly tall, but her, like, boobs are just dragging on the floor behind oh, her. No. Right, there are so many plot holes. So in, in doing this shift where we're now with the um, the mutant strain, like, we're, we're with the, the thing that's mutating into a strain of COVID, hmm. uh, the first two, they're like, you know, Dr. Gertley-Chand, who is he? I am covid no memory. Oh, she's still herself. She's completely herself. Yes. Has not, and maybe maybe that is explained away by this being a mutant strain. Maybe, but it, no, it, I, it, it's it, a is a, it is a diversion from the other. Um, and I, I think it would have been more interesting if th- in that transformation there was like a distinct cut and then it was mm. she was no longer there and and it wasn't like an acknowledgement of her existing previously it was just mm. like this lustful beast that ravages this intern <laughs> the size of a doll yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it sounds consensual so i'm yeah, happy yeah the about intern's that. into it yeah um although yeah yeah uh, and then again there's a, another reference to pain oh no not really no no is this the orgasm slam yeah Yeah. (laughs) like like shot with a machine gun and it has (laughs) (laughs) what the hell (laughs) except it it wasn't bullets she was being shot with it was pleasure oh my lord um oh and this (laughs) i think i know what you're about to read yeah (laughs) the cleaners yeah. Oh no, this is before then. Oh. Are we Okay. Um, <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not going to read the whole thing. She no, no. just writes the line from every orifice and then in brackets whole. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, that's in my notes. Um Oh, uh, that's right. Every five Oh no. Was it here that she talks about five orifices? Oh no! No, that's, that's earlier at the conference. That that's she, at the conference. She talks yeah. about the five orifices. I yeah. counted like I was sitting there going, "If I am a woman, mm. one, two, three, four, five ears, ears, or <laughs> nostrils." There's not many other I mean, holes in your body. No, <laughs> but no. <laughs> like, is she getting a dick in her nose? It's a COVID <laughs> swab. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Would you like a dick up your nose? Oh yes, thank you. Oh Is it positive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope my parents never listen to this. Oh, so just, <laughs> they won't. Oh my dear, won't. they don't know what podcasts are. So, so the floor where they had had their sexual encounter was just sodden. It was disgusting. Um, oh, that's right. From every orifice hole. And then she just blithely says, well, the cleaners would shut, start their shift in 20 minutes and they'd clean it up so no one would slip in it. Like, just, sort of, you, you know a person from how they treat cleaners and wait staff and the just, really important people in society, and that is um, lazy <laughs> and unkind. The, the idea that if for whatever reason my bodily fluids were on the floor somewhere, I it would... Isn't. I would 
do everything in my power to make that disappear before anyone else saw. Absolutely. That is at least the polite thing to do um, and safe. And so, yeah, I just thought, oh, this person. Not so, yeah, maybe I'm free thinking whether my it, rating of this book. Yeah. It, again, it's like I would feel more comfortable about it if she had been taken over by the virus and mm. like this was the virus and, and all it cared about was sex, which I assume is like it's kind of there's a metaphor there for the imperative for it to spread. And so it's mm, all about, mm, mm. you know, this is its procreation mm. as, as a microbiologist might say, um, mm. they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> this is not how microbiologists go about their day. Before we get to the end, can oh, we just talk we about how the intern and, um, Dr. Amison parted way? Oh, I forgot about that. Um, they shook hands. They shook hands and walked apart. <laughs> like, it didn't so even need to was... be addressed. They could have just like ended the, if the book is ending here, they could have just ended it. We don't really need to know. The intern could be part of the mess on the floor for all we know. Mm-hmm. After yeah. this incredible sex with this crimson Disease mutant strain protein. beast thing. So, I mean, but you'd think that if she has all sorts of COVID, she's got the vagina and the dick strain. Um, is she giving both of those to other people, such as an intern who happens upon her in the lab canteen at 4am? I think so. I think that's what the end is hinting at. Yes. Because where would she think... go? And then it's sort of, she was outside the lab. She was a new strain. The, the vaccine could not contain it. Oh, God. I didn't like that. But could she contain herself? And she had doubts. Like, she was here to stay. She was. And... So, Given the current situation we're all in, in terms of lockdowns and the strain, and I saw that and I thought that was very depressing. She was here to stay. This, right. is, this is the final instalment of the Kissing Cor- the Coronavirus series for now. Who knows? Something more might come. MJ Edwards is now publishing in other genres that aren't science fiction, COVID, sex. Some of them are Twitter related. Have you... Oh, I haven't read anything. I saw one of them was like a thriller. Something about, um, uh, look, I'll have to go back and have a proper look, but I think it's it's a novel about Trump's tweets. Oh, God, no. So we won't go there. No, (laughs) absolute hard pass. Um, But, yeah, that's, (laughs) I don't don't even know what that could possibly look like. I'm not going to read it. Um, so look, final so installment, <laughs> final installment of that particular series. And yeah, I, I think it got worse. I think the second book was the best of the bunch. Yeah, okay. Hmm. And I just, I didn't like the story. I thought it, it just too many time issues. I hated that the, I you know, seeing from inside the beast, as it was, I was like, oh, this could be quite interesting. Mm. And then it, and because it, it, it felt quite flat, didn't it? It did. And because we mm. didn't have that same experience of the, the virus taking over the consciousness, mm. it just seemed less meaningful mm. and less mm. effective. And it's like everything, everywhere you could have gone with it, you didn't go. Yeah. Um, If we're going to do ratings, I... Two face masks out of so five? I, I, I think 
Um, my ratings have changed as we've been discussing the book. So I found that while the book was far less interesting, it was more titillating in a, I mean, not personally, just, just, just <laughs> on record, not personally, <laughs> not personally. Um, the, the timeline, even though the timing, the way it was portrayed was just bonkers and out of kilter, it did seem to present a timeline of more than just a couple of hours, whereas the other stories, everything happened really quickly and that was that was it. Um, and the continuity could have been believable if a bit more thought had gone into thinking about the massive plot hole of a 12-hour gap of her knowing she had coronavirus and not telling anyone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I think she built a bigger world. I just She built a bigger world, but it was a very boring yeah, world. she flew too close to the sun, I think. Yeah. I'd give it three, maybe three and a half for that better world building. I, I couldn't go above two just because mm. I spent the whole thing just sort of going, is it over yet? Like, <laughs> Yeah, 32 pages. It's like, oh, no, this is going to take me longer to read. Like, oh. oh, yeah, it's like double the length. <laughs> it's doubling the other ones. Uh, but it seemed to have half the plot or half the yeah. story. Yeah. I think the beauty of the other two, they moved so quickly. The story was engaging that it kind mm. of didn't matter that the writing was a bit shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, all, the writing for all of them was shit, but uh, this one just had more padding yeah. unnecessarily. So, um, so yeah, we're done with this, with this series. <laughs> we're moving on to something new. So next week... Continuing on with our pandemic prose theme, we're going to be looking at Coronavirus Kink Club by B.R. Black. And <laughs> look, I'm I'm interested. I, I think we can all say Fifty Shades of Grey was quite disastrous because it sort of portrayed BDSM in a very poor light. Well, yeah. it, it, it just misrepresented it. Oh, well, it, it just removed the consent part. Of yes, the yeah. They, um, they removed the most important part. Like, yes. <laughs> the safety and well-being. Well, and just these communities can get very misrepresented when mm. someone goes, I'm just going to try my hand at erotica. Oh, kink is going to sell. Mm. And then they put forward these things and you go, well, that's not how it works. And by writing a wildly popular book that all these people read, mm. you are creating a misconception about this thing. That is going to negatively affect it. So that is my worry for next week. Um, of course, we are very keen to hear from you. We do record these like a week in advance. So mm. um, hopefully if some emails start coming in, we'll start reading them out um, and sharing people's thoughts and feelings about the books mm. that we're reading or maybe their own view of of lockdown yeah. erotica. Um, so you yeah. can email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter and tweet at us at Lowbrow Lowdown. Let us know what you think of these books, what you think of our thoughts on these books. Mm. Are we completely wrong? Do you agree with us? Uh, <laughs> do you want an entire football stadium to stomp on your pink palace? Let us know. No, don't it's let perhaps. us know. <laughs> um, yeah, like get in touch. We're, we're keen to to Engage. hear what people have to say and find out mm. you know has our sound gotten you're... better yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah natasha got a new microphone books that you could recommend us to read We've absolutely 
Yeah. If if we, there is a a book a COVID themed pandemic themed book that relates to the current events that you think we could read as part of Pandemic Pros, let us know. Yeah. Very open to recommendations. We have a a rough list, but we're not we're, we're not, not sort of wedded to it. So no, we really are reading all. a week ahead. So we can definitely fit in new and improved. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> of a kind of grab bag of, you know, what are we what reading we... this week? That's how we ended up with the first one. <laughs> yeah, we're so sorry. Okay. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, this um, is great fun. Thank you. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> glad it's over too. I hope the next one's equally entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a good feeling. Maybe, good. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks and everyone. even if it's not, that'll be entertaining. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bye. everyone. See you next week. Bye.